Clean next week. Of course, we got a lot of action going on tonight, and uh, today uh, we're going to be joined by Sean Middleton. He's the, uh, the softball coach at Seagull High School. Had another fine year. Did end prematurely for those guys in the tournament, but uh, Coach, I appreciate you joining us today. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it, it's got to feel a little strange, I imagine. Um, uh, it, it it definitely feels a little strange right now. I'm I'm here at school, and even the, even the my kids, the players, and, and other kids in the school are like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Well, we we got beat the other night, but you know the thing is, it's it's become you know everybody's catching up, and I mean you know they both Smart and Stewart's Creek still alive, and both of them have good solid teams, and and I just think that you know all the way around the board, even in even in the district this year, it was a lot it was a lot closer race, you know, from top to bottom, and. You know, everybody's working hard in the summer and stuff, and I think that's where you're—that's where these kids are getting better, and you, you see it, you know, throughout the whole area, the mid-state area for sure. Yeah, I mean, I remember when softball really just first started here in Rutherford County. You know, uh, everybody was way behind, and then slowly but surely, everybody cut caught up. And I—I kind of like—I talked about this the other day. I, I kind of like in. The situation, kind of like UConn in women's basketball, you know, just dominated and dominated for so long, and you know, it finally got to the point. Hey, you can't worry about UConn. You you've got to raise your bar. Cause and I and what I like what you've done at Siegel, <clears throat> you've raised the bar for not just your team but for other teams. And uh, as you said, the development of players. I mean, look at old Ship out there at Stewart's Creek. He's in the a final four himself uh this weekend and you know riverdale they've had a lot of tradition obviously over the years too they got back up rockville has done a you know really in a short time a good job and you mentioned uh creek and smyrna so it's not that your team was any different than it has been it's just a lot of the other teams have raised their bar and got up there yeah there's no doubt in that and you know you mentioned the middle school programs and and I think a big difference in that is just you know how you handle how you handle it you know and like you said softball was always an afterthought for years you know it was always baseball baseball and I and I came in as a baseball coach and you always hear oh you know in the in the stands and in the, from the fans well he's a he's a baseball guy he's a baseball guy there you know I don't coach them any different than I do guys and I and I mean that's the way they want it I mean they want it that way and. You mentioned Shipley at Stewart's Creek Middle today, and my my uh, Mackenzie Prince is his assistant, and she played. We won a state championship in Smyrna together, and and you you know it just makes you proud of those of those guys that that they're still involved and that they, that they're doing it the right way. And like you said, these kids are are putting in the work, understanding how how important summer is. I spend my summer. I have a calendar, and I get all of my kids, including sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and I go see them play. Because I, I can't tell in a one-shot tryout whether Monty Hale's good enough to make my team or not. I want to see and evaluate you before you ever get to me. So by that time, I've probably seen you play, you know, in two or three games at least, and I've got my notes on you. And then when you try out, you know, kind of how how you handle that, that those pressure situations because softball is full of pressure in different situations. And so I, I want to see them in their element with their travel teams away from home. I also, to be honest with you, I want to see how parents act and and how they're going to fit in the in the grand scheme of things as a team because 
it doesn't take one or two bad parents, and, and all of a sudden they're going home, and coach doesn't know what he's doing, and blah blah blah. And I and like I said, I think I have a one of the best staffs around with with who's on our staff right now with with the two Westfalls, Veronica and Tim. And like I said, Veronica was very successful, and she's won a state championship. And then my son Jordan, who's also won a state championship. So you put all them together, kids. The kids know, you know, they want success and they're hungry for it. But like you said, everybody is now, and everybody's getting the right. Everybody's understanding what the recipe is, and it's getting better all the way across the board for sure. And you know, it's part of that development. You know, you remember when softball really got going here. They didn't have it at the middle school level. They didn't have baseball at the middle school level. And, you know, that's been a dynamic that has changed things, too, because people got more experience, as you said, playing under those pressure situations. Right. And that I think that's the key to the whole situation is you've got to, we've got to see these kids, and, and it's good for them. It's not good for them just in athletics. It's good for them in life. You need to be under a pressure situation. We And how, can, how are you going to respond to it when it's just you? you versus the pitcher or it's the pitcher versus the batter, whatever the situation is, just like in football when you're on an island having to make a tackle. All those situations, when employers go talk to, to athletes later on, they'd rather hire one of these athletes because they, they've at least had the moxie to go through these situations, and they're more apt to handle an awkward situation at work or with a customer or whatever because they've been in these heated you know battles and things. And I think that makes them more valuable on down the line in, in a working environment and things like that because they're competitive. I want competitive people working with me, for sure. If they're not competitive and they're not willing to put the time in and things, then you know you kind of doubt a little bit of why the, uh, why are they there because it takes so much of their time and, and it's so consuming. And, Monty, and now it's you know it's year-round consuming. You know, By the time that you get in that weight room, and, and we've all learned, especially female sports, how important that weight room has become. So that's another factor that's changed the way that, that we swing the bat and the way that we run the bases and all those things is the weight rooms become more important. So all those factors has, you know, rounded out to see, you know, just watch uh, college softball now. I mean, it's a fun game to watch, and, it, and it's it's highly competitive at all levels, and that's just gravitated down to the high school level and the middle school level for that fact. You know, it, you, you bring the college softball up. I don't know how many people I've heard say this, older men, and I would have never thought they would say that. I hear it all the time. Boy, I really enjoy watching him gals play. He, right. It's he, it's so fast, much. It's, it's so much game, more, like you said. Yeah. And I can tune it in on. What happens is they tune it in on ESPN and they start watching. Now I'm gonna watch it any. Well, then they can't turn it off. You know, you, you you got Kaylee Harding playing at Florida State right now. You know, people like that that are local kids that you can tune in and watch. You know, we've got Liebrich that's playing down at Lipscomb and uh, um, just kids all over the place that are playing high level softball that. You know, it's just fun to watch. You know, uh, Caitlin McCrary, he'll, she'll be at Auburn next year. So I can't wait. That's part of my enjoyment. I love going to see them. I always make sure I make it preseason. And then, I well, now I've got some time on my hands. I'll get to see some of them play in the postseason. But it, it's great to go see them play and see them in that environment or see them on, on TV or all the live streaming that, that they do now. I can watch Vanessa. Vanessa's at, uh, my old shortstop, Vanessa Westfall's at Ball State. And I can turn that on and see – and see her play, you know, live. And that just, you know, it means a lot to you. And then when you get every now and then, you'll get a text message from one of them that, you know, hey, I'm in a slump right now. Or, you know, you know, just back when, you know, team concepts and how we how we used to do things. And when, when, when you're in a slump, whatever, your teammates need to pick you up in those situations. And I think 
one through nine is where we've gotten better. Instead of being so top-heavy in our lineups where the first three are really, really good hitters and then the rest of them are just out, it's changed a lot because the bunting, the small ball, the bunting, the base running, the whole nine yards has changed the game, and it's very, very fun to watch, very exciting. Joined today by Sean Middleton. He's the softball coach at Siegel High School. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. You know, everyone has a more. First, it's a pony. Then to be on the cheer squad. Your more grows up just like you do. But your more can still carry you away or make you cheer. At First Bank, banking local gets you more. More of our time, more access to local bankers, more flexibility, and more product choices. Because getting more empowered and confident helps you pursue your more. That never grows old. First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by con- Binding your home and auto. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. I didn't mention this yesterday because we didn't really know any of the details, but thoughts and prayers out to the Riverdale family, um, Sonny Brewer, uh, former football player, uh, he had graduated, uh, was killed. It, it was not a random deal. It was the, all the parties knew each other, including the young man that uh, is in the hospital now, but in stable condition. It could have been worse, but it's still terrible. And the thoughts and prayers go out to uh, his family and the uh, young man's injured family. And, uh, Sean, we won't get into this too much. It's a sports show, but I started thinking about something from my days at Riverdale. You know how you, you, you boys being boys, they get into yeah. to fights and scuffles in gym class. Yes, sir. Well, as soon as Coach Watts saw that, everybody upstairs pulled the mats out, put the gloves on, go at it, and that was it. Now, and, and it ended. And, and I think you're right. And, and like I said, I want to echo your thoughts on 
um, you know, the Riverdale community. I graduated from Riverdale also, and just it's just, I mean, in, to his mother especially, the grief that they're going through, and it's it, it's a Rutherford County thing at this point, and it's just it's all of us together. It's it's a hard pill to swallow, but like you said before, that fight or that altercation would be done, but now, you know, with weapons and guns and things like that, it's just become it's become a major issue that you know now you're ending lives. You know, as as what happened, it's just it's a sad situation across the board. That you know, can we get some some help as far as counseling some of these young men and and things like that? And, and how are they getting these weapons so easily in their hands? And especially in a public situation like that, there could have been. We're lucky there wasn't five or six people. Yeah, as far as what, you know where it goes. But yes, definitely our prayers are out to the whole community for sure. And I was thinking too. Can you imagine how parents would react now? That coach did what? Put boxing gloves on them? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You just, you, and, but like you said, it happened all the time. And that's what they did. Or they wrestled. You know, I remember girls basketball, wait, you know, when I first started, because wrestling was going on at the same time, they would put the two girls that were fouling each other on the wrestling mat and, and wrestle them yeah. out, girls. You know, and if you, can you imagine now? You get in trouble now for doing the towel drill or they, you know, the towel defensive drill when they're pushing the towel across the floor. That you get in trouble for that stuff. So I mean, you got to be careful nowadays. But like you said, it was a whole different era, a whole different world. But you never thought it was a life-ending situation when they got an altercation. And now you got to worry about that. All right, we'll move back onto your team. Well said, um, Sean. Um, uh, you know, you you ran into a pitcher that's not an overpowering pitcher. But, you know, in, in, I guess in kind of a way, comparing sports and you've been around softball, you can ride a, you can ride a hot pitcher almost like you do a goalie in the playoffs, can't you? Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt, especially with the way teams are wired now and especially when the pitchers are coming up young. All of them are, as we call it, built for speed. They want to throw, how hard can I throw, where Grace – is the total opposite. I want to use spin it. I want to get and hit my spot. I want to make you chase. I want to outthink you, and I'm going to be more patient than you. That's the one thing I can say about her is if you'll be patient, she's probably going to walk you if you'll be patient. But can you get to that point? You know, it's 3-2, it's 3-1. Are you, you know, here comes this ball, and it's, it's a little bit out of the zone. Are you going to chase it? And if you do chase it, if it's outside pitch, that's the biggest problem that we've had, an outside pitch you're not going to pull that pitch. You're going to roll your hands over on it. You're going to get a weak ground ball, and then, like I said, you either have to adjust. So we did a lot of T work. We did a lot of work on hitting just the, the specific outside pitch, not just for, not just for Stewart's Creek, but for the whole season. And it, they feel like they're losing power at that point, and it's not about the power. It's about basically getting base hits and, and hitting the ball where it's placed. And if you you know if you watch a Braves game or a major league game. Those guys are so good at at placing the ball. You know, you, with the shift being, you know, the rules with the shift being changed and all that on those dead pull hitters, it gets in your mind a little bit too when you're having to adjust. And it's like it's I, we also hit uh, badminton birdies in the wind, so it's frustrating to them. And and the reason it is is because I have to gear down everything and totally change my swing to a, more of a defensive type swing where I'm just going to foul it off and foul it off and foul it off until I get what I like. And it's just a hard skill. It takes several years for them to learn that because they never, all the way up through, that's not what they've been programmed to do. Hit it hard. Hit it hard. See ball, hit ball, as hard as you can. And, and that's when they're little, 
becomes a problem when they're older because they don't understand, well, Coach, if I'm not going to swing hard, it's not going to go anywhere. And their ultimate objective, I don't care who they are, is hit a home run. I mean, that's what they – everybody – I hit my first home run. Well, that's a bad pill to swallow because when you start that, then guess what? You want you love the little home run trot and, and all those things. I would rather have seven base hits to five home runs or three home runs any day of the week because those base hits are going to transfer. And you're going to get errors in there too. If you're hitting scorching ground balls, you got a better opportunity in those situations to do more damage overall. Where that one run home run, the pitcher moves on, you move on, the next batter comes up and tries to match you. That's where we get to issues and trouble because you're just weak fly balls. And in in this in this district in this area, that's caught. Nobody's going to drop a fly ball. All right, Sean. I'm kind of shifting gears a little bit, but staying on the sports. Uh, uh, travel ball's huge. Um, around these parts uh you know you've got girls um even from out of state that play with teams around here and and things like that and they have these showcases obviously where the the players get noticed you ever have any concerns about how somebody's coaching some of your kids that may uh differ in your philosophy i i don't because i just don't get i, I stay out of the way of it and i go see them play and things like that and and most of the time, to be honest with you, they're they're not practicing a whole lot. That they're they're traveling and playing, and so there's not a whole lot of individual like we get time to do once our season starts because with the practice time and them not playing travel at that point. So they may only have one practice a week, if that. Once even when they start playing, it's even less than that. <clears throat> you just want them around good people, and you don't want you know you don't want somebody. I don't want them on a team where they're just you know they may play once every two weeks. So they come in as a pinch hitter or they're a courtesy runner because they're not going to get any better not getting looks. So maybe they got to play it a level down than, than the team they're on or whatever. As long, but you, the key is getting reps, seeing quality pitching, being being on a on a good team that's that's got a good feel to it and not because I mean there's uh, there's all kinds of animosity when you get into it and everybody's after that almighty scholarship and all, and all that stuff that goes into it. And the bottom line is there's just not a lot of money out there either as far as getting full rides in softball. And let's be honest. And I know we haven't brought this up yet, but that portal has killed our high school kids because they're now they're now filling up and 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 on on their needs as far as what they need they're filling up in that portal. And the reason that they're doing that is they can see these kids play at the college level already. Then when they're not happy with their situation, they get in that portal. If I pick a kid up out of the portal, they can't do it again. So I, I'm I have more luck with a college kid that's in the portal than I would a high school kid who can go in the portal. So that hurts our kids, and it's hard to explain to them why the offers are not as abundant as they were, and the parents are getting frustrated too because, hey, you're a junior and you have no offers. I mean, it's not all the players' fault. I mean, they're still working hard. They're still doing what they need to do, but the dynamics and the landscape of college softball has changed because of that situation. And then you've got the COVID years that they've given these players to play extra. That's also taken away spots for these kids, and they get frustrated. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Sean Middleton, the softball coach at Seagull High, join us. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Inside Report. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Ryan, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Good afternoon. Still heavy. 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar this afternoon. Even over in parts of Bledsoe County. Again, be careful. Especially 840. We saw them uh, over around Sulphur Springs running radar. Hey, Gattleburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out. GattleburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It was a four-run sixth inning that proved to be too much to overcome on Thursday night as Middle Tennessee's baseball team lost its opening game to Southern Miss 9-4 at Reese Smith Field. Blue Raiders now 29-22 overall, 17-11 in Conference USA. They did take a 4-3 lead after five innings, but a three-hit top of the six propelled the Golden Eagles, who won their 39th game of the year and 21st in Conference USA to a 7-4 lead that they would never relinquish. And with the win last night, Southern Miss wrapped up the regular season conference championship and the number one seed in the upcoming Conference USA tournament. Briggs Rudder led Middle Tennessee at the plate, going two for three while getting hit by a pitch. Easton Snyder and Mason Spears each doubled and scored a run on the night. The five and eight, five through eight spots in the Blue Raider lineup 
combined for five of the Blue Raiders' eight hits on the night. Trent Siebert took the loss after giving up four runs, three earned in one inning of work. Zach Keenan was effective in his start, giving up three runs, two earned in five innings while striking out five Golden Eagles. Now, the Raiders have one hand tied behind their back this weekend. They are without Peyton Wigington, who is uh, unavailable for action uh, medically this weekend. And also, Jaden Ham appears to be out for the rest of the season with an injury. So, uh, trying to limp through the final weekend of the regular season. Last night, uh, here's what happened around the league. Uh, Rice beat FIU 5-4. to UAB was an 18-7 winner over UTSA. Florida Atlantic, 8-6 winner uh, at Marshall. Old Dominion was a 5-3 winner at Western. Charlotte at home beat Louisiana Tech 11-3. And, of course, Southern Miss wins at Middle 9-4, which now has the standings like this. It could not be closer. Southern Miss has wrapped up the championship. They're 21-7. Louisiana Tech in second place. They're at 18 and 10. Then you have a five-way tie for third. Middle Tennessee, UTSA, Old Dominion, Florida Atlantic, and Charlotte all at 17 and 11. And UAB has the eighth seed wrapped up. They're at 13 and 15. Marshall, FIU, and Western Kentucky have all been mathematically eliminated from the conference tournament this year. Tonight, it's Middle and Southern Miss. Game two, six o'clock. Dick Palmer will have the broadcast beginning at 545. All right, turning to men's tennis, Francisco Roca of Middle Tennessee and Nick Wolf of Blue Raider Men's Golf have been named to the Cosida Academic at-Large All-District Team for District 3. Roca earned his spot on the team with a 4.0 GPA in business administration, while Wolf garnered his spot on the strength of a 3.95 GPA in his MBA studies. And turning to tennis, the conference office has announced that junior Alaba Akintola was named the male track performer of the meet, and graduate student Esther Issa was named female field performer of the meet for their performance at this year's Conference USA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. This is Issa's second Conference USA performer of the meet honor this year. All right, Blue Raider baseball tonight at 6, senior day tomorrow at The 1 o'clock start. Get there a little early for the Senior Day activities, about 1245. And uh, great atmosphere last night. Hope to have that again tonight at Reese Smith Field. All right, we'll talk to you again on Monday. But Dick Palmer coming up just around the corner tonight with Blue Raider Baseball. Hey, hey, hey. Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Sean Middleton. He's the 
head coach at Siegel High School Softball. Coach, um, talk about your seniors uh, that are headed out. They've had great careers, and I know they mean a lot to you. Oh, there's no doubt. All of them, all of them do, and and they've you know they've won 146 games in their four years. So I mean, you can't take any even though they're they're a little bit upset right now. They're not you know they're not playing today. But you know you've got Mary Bradley who's going to Treveca, and uh, you know she had a she got she got roughed up a little bit earlier in the year, and then came through when she really had to in the district tournament, and and you know shut the door and and did what we needed to do there. So. Uh, I think Trevecca is getting a good one as far as plus Mary's just a stellar kid and, and, and you know very loyal and will do what she needs to do there. And then Reagan Duran, our left fielder, is just all she's just been for four years a starter and is a energy starter and just in you know, like I said with her speed, she's a game changer as far as she can turn in a, a bunt, maybe an inside the park home run if you, if you overthrow first because she's flying and she's moving. She's going to UTC to play, so that will be exciting for her and she's. You know, Chattanooga's a fun town to be in, and it gives, also will give us an opportunity as a team to, to go down there and see her play and, and and see her on the next level, too. So, But Reagan's been a, just a just been a stud for us for, for four years for sure. And then Hope Keaton, who's played second, she her freshman year kind of got thrown in the, the fire in the, in the sub-state game, the sectional game, as a freshman. And we threw her in there. She made, I'll never forget, two or three just great plays. That, that we had to have and you know with all the pressure and I know how nervous she was and Hope is just a tremendous athlete with 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 a lot of speed that's what we're going to miss most out of this group is their speed and that you just can't you can't teach it I mean you can work on speed and agility and things like that but just to have the speed especially what Hope has and, and her de- defensive ability and and her leadership ability with with the kids the young kids too and how they look up to to all these um, seniors for sure, and then Lexi Medlock is going to MTSU, so she'll be a local one playing here. And she made the transition to center field this year and did a tremendous job there. And and ended her last game. She was two for three, and you know battled the whole way. And and I just like the way that they all stick together as a group. You know, in graduation, they're they're making pictures together, and they're they'll be friends for life as far as you know that group together. And my last senior is Riley Moffin, who who played third, and she had the uh, last game of the district tournament. We had to throw her behind the plate because we had to move. Emily was, you know, she when you catch that many innings, you know, her knees were just shot. So we put her back at that third and put Riley behind the plate. She did a tremendous job there for us. And, and Riley's a vocal leader also and, and, and gets the job done. She's going to LMU to play, so Lincoln Memorial to play. So all of them are, have got an opportunity, and they'll be – they'll make a difference in life just because they're great kids and great families. And I'm going to miss their parents also. They're just very supportive and any, anything we needed as a group and as a team, they were always there behind us. And that, that's kind of what makes it all click. And, and it's really going to show when we, when we get into our, you know, our routines and things like that in the off season, that, that not having those five for sure, they're, they're great kids. You're listening to all sports talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. 
Good afternoon. Still heavy. 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar this afternoon. Even over in parts of Bledsoe County. Again, be careful. Especially 840. We saw them uh, over around Sulphur Springs running radar. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out. GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. All right, Sean, I'll let you put your uh, magic ball to test here. Uh, tonight, um, we've got Hollow Rock Brewston at Eagleville, who kind of pulled a, maybe a mini upset by knocking off Huntland, but certainly Eagleville, a lot of talent. Um, and um, they got a chance to be good for a few years. Oh, they're going to be good for a few years for sure. There's no doubt about that. Great team. Uh, Tommy Bain, who's they do a great job out there with their kids, and and just very very competitive. And we you know we played them this year just because I wanted to I wanted to play somebody that was that was competitive and on that level. And we went out to Eagleville and played them, and they beat us by a run. You know, it was back and forth. A very fun game to watch. You know, you talk about getting addicted to softball. And they'll have no trouble tonight. They'll win tonight for sure. Big night at Eagle. The baseball team also at home. They also play Hollow Rock Brewston. So uh, uh, they have been rolling. So I look for them to win that one. Uh, also in softball tonight, we've got uh, Smyrna at um, Coffee County. Uh, that's a tough trip. Yeah, it is a tough trip. It's all, We've done that a bunch, and it's hard to – we did that last year, in fact, and it's hard to – it's hard to, you know, it's hard to play there. The atmosphere, the way they've got the field set up, and the, all their kids, you know, all their students will be out there lying around the field, and it's a great atmosphere to play in, and <laughs> for your parents also because they've got kind of a grandstand behind home plate, and on the on the sides down the first base and third base line. So it'll be it'll be a great contest tonight, and Coach McCorder does a great job with his his team as well as Coach Drayton. So. I mean, I think that one that one's going to be a back and forth contest too. I just, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm going with Smart on that one. Okay, then Warren County at Stewart's Creek. How do they match up? I mean, I, I think Stewart's Creek's better. I think I think that Grace keeps everybody off balance for sure. And I think I think they're they play they play solid defense and they're hot right now at the plate. So I, I don't even think that game will be close. 
All right, also tonight, um, Riverdale Baseball at home against Walker Valley, and the Creek heads to Bradley Central. Tomorrow, uh, we've got Ottawa at Oakland in soccer and Laverne at Shelbyville. And if I can get my cheat sheet here, we've got three individuals, two um, from Siegel High School, Sean, uh, Rich LaLance and Ellie Zolt will com- compete. Rich is, a, Rich is fun to watch. I mean, you want to see a tennis player that can go. He's fun to watch. You talk about a tennis family now. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt, but he is something special for sure. Uh, and Middle Tennessee Christian School has a doubles team that made it, uh, Cohen Mead and Clayton Goodwin. So want to give those guys their props. Tonight, the Blue Raiders, uh, they've got Southern Miss needing a W. They need at least get one of these series. They are in the at-large bid conversation, um, mainly because they're 20-8, and 20-9 and nine now in their last 29 games. They've got a great road record, which is big. And Auburn, which is going to be a number one seed, they went to Auburn and took two out of three of them. They do need to get one against Southern Miss. They're beat up right now. There's the uh, starting pitcher, Peyton Wigington, who um, is the reigning um, conference pitcher of the week, was sick, unable to pitch last night. Uh, they did scratch four runs but gave up nine in that loss. Um, so uh, hopefully they'll get him back on the mound at worst on uh tomorrow so uh, and and that game is uh coming up uh here in just a few minutes and uh sean hey i appreciate you joining us today a lot of fun talking softball with you and uh, absolutely anytime all righty that'll do it for the day that'll do it for the week everybody have a great weekend we'll talk to you next time all sports talk on news radio wgns has been brought to you by state farm agents andy womack bud morris and deb ensel Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.